Hey there, we're Tali and Ophira Adut, identical twins and astrologers. Welcome to Astro Twins Radio, where we bring the stars down to Earth. It's January 2024, new year, new month, and this is your monthly cheat sheet to help you pick out the most important moments in January and make sure you're aligned with the stars. I'm Ophi from the Astro Twins and excited to be here with you in a brand new year. So while the month may have gotten off to a little bit of a laggy start, we had Mercury retrograde from December 13th to January 1st. At 10.08 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mercury corrected course, and that means all those technology problems and miscommunications and bottlenecked projects and emails and calls that you've been meaning to take care of can now go forward. Mercury does have a little bit of what we call retro shade, a little shadow period, backdraft, kind of like when a car with bad muffler leaves fumes in the air for a little while. It takes a minute to dissipate, so you might still have a few hiccups with your technology and just getting back into a schedule for the year beyond the usual ones. Blame it on the new year, blame it on the retrograde, but just know that things are moving forward. And we're in Capricorn season, which is the first sign of the year. We always start the year with the sun in Capricorn, which is a sign of discipline and structure and regimented kind of goals. So it's no wonder that even if it is an arbitrary date to some people, January 1st always finds us like, all right, what am I going to accomplish here? But we like to wait until the first new moon of the year, which is this year in Capricorn on January 11th. So if you're still drafting your resolutions, that's totally fine. We suggest waiting until the January 11th Capricorn new moon to really implement them and put them into actual, you know, set them in stone. Um, but you are going to be excited about doing that because on January 4th, Mars, which is the planet of drive and ambition, it's been in Sagittarius, which is all about big visionary plans since November 23rd. So Thanksgiving in the United States and January 4th, it settles into Capricorn until February 13th. So it's really going to rev up goals and plans and all of the kind of getting us ready in the mindset for crushing the goals of 2024 that you'll commit to at the January 11th Capricorn new moon. Now, one of the biggest dates, and if you follow astrology, you'll see everyone talking about it, is January 20th. Not only is that the first day of Aquarius season, but Pluto, the planet of transformation and revolution and deep, deep systemic changes, is going back into Aquarius for the second time before it settles in for 20 whole years on November 19th of this year. So from March 23rd to June 11th of last year, Pluto went into Aquarius. Aquarius is the sign that rules technology and um, society, community, innovation. We had all the AI explosion happen with ChatGPT. 
the last time it went in. Then it backed into Capricorn. It's rounding out a 16-year visit to Capricorn, which began in 2008. Capricorn rules governments and hierarchies and the economy. You know, we started with the housing market crash and the first African-American president in 2008. So 16 years later, we're finishing it up. 2008 to 24, two pivotal election years. 2016, smack in the middle. We had a black president. We had an orange president. And I still think some kind of extraterrestrial might join the ballot for 2024. Joking, but maybe not. With Pluto and Aquarius, which rules aliens and sci-fi and outer space, those UAPs, formerly known as UFOs, might be dropping off someone who uh, decides they want to lead us somewhere. <laughs> Take me to your leader because it's getting a little crazy down here. But this is not a podcast about conspiracy theories. So stranger things have happened in astrology. So Pluto and Aquarius is going to shift things around till September 1st. Then it's going to take one last visit to Capricorn in our lifetimes, not to return until, you know, 250 plus years of the future. So your reincarnated self will get to experience that if this planet's still around. But for now, bid adieu to Pluto and Capricorn at the end of this year. One last uh, round of elections with Pluto and Capricorn. I mean, I don't know. You can't make this stuff up sometimes. But our, if you haven't listened to our 2024 trend report episode, we go into a lot more detail. And in our 2024 horoscope book about how the world is going to be shaped by this massive transit that we haven't experienced on the planet since the late 1700s. So is it kind of a big deal? Oh, yes, it is. Now we have the first full moon of the year. And this year it's in Leo. The full moon is always either in Cancer or Leo to start the year off. And we think that that sets the tone for the year. So last year it was in Cancer and this year it's in Leo. So a big flamboyant moment on January 25th with the Leo full moon. It is going to be at odds with Jupiter and Taurus and with Pluto. So it's going to be opposite Pluto, meaning we may, as we want to make a big debut and splashy moment, we're going to have to consider the ways that society is changing. When you have two planets or heavenly bodies opposite each other. That means they have to negotiate their possibly polar uh, agendas. So we could see some tension there. We could see some big egos. That could be a moment where world events and world leaders and all the things going on all over the world from the Middle East to Ukraine to South America and beyond, we could see a real breaking point at that Leo full moon. Uh, it's also in a square that's a 90 degree angle to Jupiter, which is the global planet, which is in Taurus. Taurus can be very stubborn. Uh, so I'm expecting some major negotiations or perhaps lack thereof at the full moon, the first full moon of the year. And on a personal level, what is your truth? What's good for you? What's good for the group? What are your values? What are your values? Taurus rules values. What are your values aligned with everyone else's? And how do you 
um, you know, create compromise, create a world that works for everyone. Leo, Taurus, and Aquarius are three of the four what are called fixed signs. So when you have this phenomenon where they're all kind of in, at an interplay, I like to look at the, the fourth sign that's missing, and that's Scorpio, the sign of transformation. So to balance out these energies, we may need to get Scorpionic, which is really about deep, deep root level transformation. We have to ask ourselves, are we trying to solve problems at the level they were created? Because that doesn't work. Are we, as someone I know says, rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic with the solutions we're coming up with? Or are we really looking within? If you're pointing your fingers and blaming, which is very Leo, very Taurus kind of behavior uh, sometimes, no shade to those signs. It's just, uh, you know, the, the nature of that energy. So Scorpio is about going within. So point the finger inward. Look where you can be the change. We've named 2024 the year of transcendent leadership, meaning we have to transcend above the models of leadership we've been given that have become inadequate for keeping peace and sustaining life on this planet. So this is a real opportunity to Tap into your first moment where you get to say, I'm going to do it a different way this year. The old model's not working. How can I be a source of transformation? The highest vibration of Scorpio is the phoenix rising from the ashes. So the last transit of January is Uranus, the planet of revolution and innovation. The ruler of Aquarius has been retrograde since August 28th. And it's going to go direct, I mean, it's going to correct course on uh, January 27th. So I'm going to give a little warning. Be careful when Uranus stations direct. What had, We've had a lot of um, public shootings. I've seen every single year when this happens. So just be very careful if you find yourself in a place where you feel... Uh, tension and explosive energy or someone is giving you a bad vibe just please walk away and just be careful don't want to be a fear monger and you know that's not how we roll with our horoscopes but I feel that after observing this for over a decade just want to say you got to give that pent-up erratic energy a few days to settle. So Uranus and Mars are going to be combining their firepower, Mars and Capricorn and Uranus in Taurus um, Jan on January 29th. So be especially mindful of your own temper, your own knee-jerk reactions that day because things could get uh, could get heated very quickly. So let's do the cosmic cliff notes for every sign and where to focus this month. If you're a fire sign, Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius, the beginning of the month is really a time to get settled into your goals, priorities, values, and just slow things down a little bit. It's an earthy, grounded energy. Jupiter, the planet of expansion and growth, has just ended a retrograde on December 30th, so you're ready to get back to your goals and really prioritize and organize. And then after January 20th, you can get out, be more social, get back to your relationships and friendships and socializing. But really use this first three weeks as a divine time for you to get stuff done.
if you're an earth sign, Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn, this is a fun start to the year. Very fired up, very energizing, very active. It's a time to make some moves. You do not want to be sitting around ruminating. Uh, you want to just go take action on all the big ideas you had with Jupiter inspiring your passion and your visions. Get out and talk to people. And please, speaking people, do not spend time hanging around with people who want to be doubtful or skeptical or tell you why you can't do this or why your big idea for living life the way you want to live is never going to work. You get out there and start proving them wrong. Then after January 20th, when Aquarius season kicks in, you can um, settle down. You'll be much more in a productive, work-oriented groove, ready to get to the goals. But stir up some excitement and big ideas because if you do that in those first three weeks you're gonna have a lot more fun things to implement and put on put into plans uh in the later half of the month if you are an air sign gemini libra or aquarius the beginning of the year is always a little bit emotional for you actually it's it's kind of a spiritual emotional flowy time not your favorite energy always but a necessary one it's a really great time to just practice a lot of self-compassion as one of our libra friends likes to talk about uh, nurture and nourish yourself take that downtime you know, you might be feeling nostalgic about family or in a really creative mode. So make some art, make some music, write some poetry, express the, you know, let the muse come and sit at your table and keep spending time with family and loved ones. You know, this whole idea that the holidays is the only time that we can spend together is so, uh, so arbitrary and made up. So you know, ease your way gently into the year. And then air, you know, for the Aquarius is an air sign. So when Aquarius season starts January 20th, you are going to be back. You're going to be so glad you took this little period of rest and restoration and rejuvenation because it's going to be game on. You're going to be ready to launch out there with your big ideas, maybe some travel, some romance, some, you know, excitement, just getting your passionate ideas passionate self back out there again. So give yourself a little break. You don't have to do it all the time. And lastly, our water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, very social beginning to the year. So Capricorn season for you is really all about relationships. Get back in touch with all those connections that you make so artfully. Water signs are always cast as these introverted, antisocial people, but you're anything but that. You just foster deep, empathic, and meaningful connections with people. So I bet some of those people might owe you a favor or two. And not, not to be transactional about it, but if you're looking to make a change or implement some of your goals, you know, there's no better way to get support than from your inner circle, from your network. And you've probably helped them all so many times. So if you're feeling vulnerable about asking or some kind of pride there about it, just let that all go if you can and just reach out to people who, you know, 
who you trust and who want the best for you. And just tell them what you're up to. Tell them what you're looking for. You don't have to make a direct ask, but say, hey, um, do you know anyone or can you suggest a resource or a book or a person or anything that could support me? Um, this is what I'm up to in 2024. And I bet you're going to see a flood of people who just are like, yes, they want to get on board and see you win. So enjoy that. And then you can take a little bit of downtime when Aquarius season starts. That's when that's when you get to hibernate. Do not start your hibernation before January 20th. You will get a lovely month to slip off the grid, but reach out to people um, and just plant all those seeds. So that's a sneak peek of your monthly horoscope for January 2024. Come on over to astrostyle.com. Get your full horoscope for every single sign and of course our 2024 horoscope guide and daily horoscope planners are here for you every single day of the year to guide you through all the big amazing opportunities and twists and turns of 2024 the year of transcendent leadership have a great january as always, thanks for listening. You can discover more of your star power at AstroCell.com and be sure to follow us on social at AstroTwins. Join us next time for more cosmic fun.